0: And I believe that that's really why you're here. Christ died for us. History Makers. Hi, and welcome to History Makers. I'm Matt Prater.
1: And joining us today is American Christian musician and worship leader, Kurt Anderson, known for his studio album, Every Moment, that was released earlier this year with Dream Records. Kurt primarily plays Christian pop and contemporary worship music with his single, Keep It Beating, reaching number six on the Australian Christian radio charts, spending 25 weeks in the top 30 there. And now his latest single, Every Moment, is also sitting in the top 30. Kurt joins us now from Nashville. How's it going at your end, Kurt?
0: I'm great. How are you guys? We're doing really well, mate. And uh, I've always wanted yeah. to visit Nashville, so just paint a picture for us. Whereabouts are you right now in Nashville? Let's see. So I
2: uh, I'm about two, thirty minutes south of downtown. Okay. And uh, we live kind of in the suburb kind of area, a little more a little more quiet than the downtown life. Um, yeah, nice and peaceful, and hot and humid, and. <laughs>
0: Love it. And I know there's lots of Christian artists there and a heap of Aussies there as well. Is there many Aussies you oh, connect yeah. with
2: in Nashville? Yeah, you know, uh, Paul Coleman is here. Um, let's see, who else? Uh, the For King and Country guys, Joel and Luke Smallbone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of Aussies around here.
0: Very cool. Glad to see you connecting with our Aussie brothers and sisters over there. Look after them for us, hey? Absolutely.
2: <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. You, uh, you guys uh, export some good stuff.
1: And it's certainly a great place to be with, uh, you know, for the centre. It's like a central music hub for sort of all over the world. Mm-hmm. So there's great opportunities uh, for you to mingle with uh, other artists who aren't in the, in the Christian music scene too, I imagine.
2: Oh, yeah. You know, Nashville, you know, it has that reputation uh, just historically of being a very country music city um but in the last you know five ten years it's just exploded with uh I mean the Christian industry has always been here uh but now with uh with all kinds of pop artists who are moving here and rock and um and all kinds of people you know it, it, lots of producers coming from New York and Los Angeles just to because you've got all the same resources and uh just that music minded songwriting based community uh, but in a, a kind of a slower pace and some of the, uh, you know, the coastal cities will get. So yeah, it's, uh, it's this melting pot of all kinds of great music and, uh, just great talent. And, um, yeah, it's been a, just a awesome to be able to connect and get to know and build friendships and, and learn from all kinds of, uh, incredible musicians and, uh, and producers and, and such.
0: Well, it's on my bucket list to uh, visit one day in Nashville, but uh, we'd love to know a bit of your story. Born in Michigan, yeah. when did your love of music start?
2: So actually, I was born in Iowa City, Iowa. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I lived there for like two weeks. That's, I mean, I don't even remember that, <laughs> obviously. Uh, my parents were going to school there, and uh, from there we went to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where they were from, and um, spent the first chunk of my life there, and then, yeah, then to Michigan, uh, for uh, for you know most of my formative years, I guess you'd say, and um, and then college, university in Indiana, and uh, now Nashville, Tennessee for seven years. So, um, yeah, a little bit a little bit of distance traveled over the years.
1: So, did you come from a musical family, or where did your love for music sort of spur from?
2: Yeah, my so my my great grandpa. Uh, was a an organist in his church and just a phenomenal piano player. Uh, my grandma uh, was an organist in her church and taught piano lessons. Uh, my mom played piano, so the piano especially was always around and uh, on my mom's side of the family. Uh, my dad's side, no, really, not really much music going on there to speak of. But um, yeah, so I was always around the piano and just really enjoyed. Uh, I enjoyed the, the percussive aspect of it. I loved the drums. And so for me, piano is a you know a big, like, it's, it's a, just a musical drum. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, always in my family. And it was just a part of kind of uh, growing up, sitting in the living room when I was little, listening to my grandma teach piano lessons.
0: And, you know, I eventually took piano lessons and didn't enjoy it. But, you know. And tell us about the album Every Moment. What inspired it?
2: i 've always wanted I want my writing to just reflect reflect the the, the real life that people go through uh we 've got moments of joy and um and, and moments of struggle and heartache and and questioning things and um you know there's just all this kind of roller coaster of of emotions that we go through during during the days and weeks and years and so i wanted to to put that uh put that into the music in a in an encouraging in a positive way because um, you know i don't want to listen to a song and and want to like um you know send it <laughs> i don't want to listen to a massively depressive song or anything like that but uh, i just want it to be applicable and and real to people and um and then so that's kind of on the lyrical end the just a hopeful uh look there's a god who loves you who cares about you who adores you uh, who makes beauty out of our messes and um, and gives us hope? So that's kind of where I am in the lyrical end and, and and musically, I just love pop music like big synths, big drums, uh, lots of piano kind of stuff. And so this record, I really got to um, to explore that and work with the producer Pete Stewart, who um, who really uh, brought a lot to the table in in that sonically. Uh, so yeah, it was a. It's yeah, kind of my love of, of pop music and catchy melodies and stuff that people can sing along to.
1: And Kurt, of course, the, the new album is uh, available now every moment. Make sure you grab a copy. But you're actually going to be uh, doing some uh, touring this October in mm-hmm. Australia. And I know that uh, as part of your tour, you offer to you know, take worship at church or lead a church's youth group mm-hmm. night. Why is it important to you to help people worship through music?
2: Uh, that was how I got my start, really. You know, I when I was in high school, I joined the, the youth worship band, and so I was able to grow my gifts uh, around other great musicians who who um, who kind of modeled music and Christ to me. So uh, I have always loved being um, being in the in in positions that uh, that I get to lead and. And be a part of, uh, uh, be a part of that worship experience. Um, so it's something that that's, uh, that's just always been a part of what I've done. Uh, and these days at home, when I'm home, like just tonight, uh, I was at the church we attend here in Nashville, and um, I, I lead for the student ministries there every chance I get when I'm home. And um, so that's just, it's a worship is a powerful thing, and it's a it's a part of who I am. Uh, I think it's a part of who we're called to be as believers, as, uh, you know, as worshipers. So I want to, I want to do everything I can to, uh, to have that in my life and, and to, uh, you know, travel, when I travel, I visit a lot of churches and a lot of youth groups and there are lots of churches who have phenomenal music teams um, that I can go in and learn from. There are lots of churches that, uh, that might be growing and, uh, that they can maybe learn from what I do and, and what I'm doing. So uh, it's, a, it's a nice way to keep myself growing and, and help pass my experiences on to others as well.
0: So good to hear that even though you travel the world, you still lead worship at your own church. So good to hear. And I'd love to know a bit oh, of yeah. your personal Christian testimony. How did you come to faith?
2: I It's always been a part of our family's, uh, our family's heritage. You know, from my great-grandparents on down, we, I was raised in a Christian home. Um, and, and so, yeah, that was always a part of me, but my parents weren't people who wanted to shove anything down my throat. They wanted to to teach me, raise me, um, raise me in the faith, but at the end of the day, know that it's my decision. And if I'm not making the decision, once I leave the house, then, uh, you know, then that's, that's on me. So, I it was probably around my eighth or ninth grade year, so yeah, eighth or ninth grade year of school, where I really started trying to uh, to make it my own decision. Um, I had stopped going to youth group because I just didn't feel like I fit in, didn't feel like I belonged. And the youth pastor had taken me aside or taken me to lunch one day and chatted with me about this youth worship band that they were starting and wanted me to be involved in that. And so I was just kind of starting playing guitar, and I uh, played piano and and whatnot, and some drum stuff um and so that was a, a place that I got to connect with uh with the youth pastor and 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 some uh other role models um who really you know really helped grow that uh grow that in me so so that was when I really started kind of making it my own decision. Like, okay, this is who I want to be. Uh, this is the kind of person I want to be, not just who my parents want me to be. And, uh, and that starts to then change who you are day to day. Like, uh, you know, it's not just about saying I'm a Christian. It's about can people tell by your actions? And, and that's what I really started to, to try to make a shift at that people could tell, uh, as I just walked through my day in the high school, Like people could tell that there was something different and, um, and hopefully that, you know, hopefully that strikes something in people that want to, want to get to know what, what the difference is.
1: Kurt, now I I know you're, you're married, your wife is Brittany, Mm -hmm. is that right? And you've got a couple of kids?
2: Yep. We've got uh, a two year old, Liam and a eight, nine week old. Where is he now? Ten weeks. (laughs) He's somewhere up there. You know, that week's. They change every week. <laughs> they do, yeah. Weeks um, tend to yeah. do that,
0: yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, lovely. I know. It's like
2: you for, you learn that they're eight months or eight weeks old and then the next week it changes. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> so you've got got a wife, got the kids, and one of the mm-hmm. questions I always love to ask artists, especially because it can be, so tough uh, when you're on the road. How do you keep Mm -hmm. a good balance between work and family life when you are actually touring? Because I know it's hard enough for people who don't have Jesus and, of course, we've got Mm -hmm. that hope in Him, but how do you guys make it work?
2: Uh, You know, I I think uh, at this point in my career, balance is a struggle um, because I'm at that, you know, kind of at that growth stage of, Uh, just trying to strike every iron I can uh, to build something that's going to sustain a career and uh, be something that will continue to provide for my family for, you know, as long as I want it to, or decades, whatever. So uh, balance is tough. Um, You know, I tour, I think I'll be out on the road, like 160, 180-ish days this year. And um, some of that, they'll be with me. Um, I've had had them out for uh, some various trips, which is nice. Uh, but then when I'm home, uh, I primarily book my schedule myself. So I spend, a, you know, full work week at home on my computer working on my schedule and, and, uh, working on booking what's coming up next. So, uh, so yeah, it's it, balance is not easy and, and it's not something that I've figured out. Uh, I, I'm trying. Um, but as far as touring goes, we, it's, you know, every few months we kind of evaluate where, you know, what the, the year has been like, uh, how long makes sense for me to be gone at once. You know, in previous times we felt like two weeks was, a an okay amount of time. These days we've weaned that down quite a bit. Um, just cause it's, you know, it's tough for my wife too being home, uh, with, with both kids. So. Uh, yeah, it's, it's trying to, so one of the Australia runs this year, um, I, I was in, gosh, where was I I think I was in Victoria, did some stuff in Victoria, flew home for three days and turned around and went back, uh, which obviously lots of extra travel, extra expenses when I could have just kind of joined it together. But if I had joined that together, it would have been like 21 days straight, uh, away from my family. And, And we just try to just not let that happen. So we just try to do everything that's within our power and everything that kind of fits within the budgets that, uh, that lets us, um, try to uh, try to keep things short. As short as possible.
0: It's good you hear. Good to hear you working on that balance. And you know, thank God for things like FaceTime and Skype, where you can still oh yeah <laughs> chat sure. to the kids. And uh, but you can't really mm-hmm. change a nappy over Skype, can you these days? Yeah?
2: <laughs> no, no. I don't know whether that's a good or bad thing.
0: Right? <laughs> uh, that's right. Now, also, just want to ask. Um, you know, th- this is your opportunity to name drop for us. You know, who are the mm. Christian artists that most inspire you? Who's really impacted you?
2: Most inspire me. Let's see here. Um, I think on different people on different levels. Um, so like I look at a guy like John Foreman of Switchfoot who just is a, I feel like a sheer model of integrity and, um, and and striving to not just sit with the status quo, uh, looks down deep into things and, and, um, wants to keep questioning and pushing things forward. Uh, so he's definitely a guy, um, uh, Mike Donahue, uh, the front man for 10th Avenue North is another guy like that. And, uh, who's just very, very intentional and, and wise, um, which, you know, I can, I can look at and then sometimes feel a little bit inadequate because I'm just not, uh, I'm not that we're, we're very different people in that sense. Um, so so for me it's it's how can I learn from what these people do without uh well while knowing that I am a different person and I uh, I think and act in different ways and um yeah so let's see and then musically to yeah um hmm, man I love what Young and Free is doing musically they just trying to push things forward push Push music where uh, to to what's relevant, um, and not that other stuff isn't relevant. But I love people who are really trying to push the envelope and uh, and do different things and explore new territory sonically, uh, both you know for performance and worship.
1: I think uh, it it shows a strong sense of um, knowing your own identity when you can see another music artist and really appreciate what they do, get inspired by what they do, but recognise that, you, like you said, you aren't the same, but then you can Mm -hmm. just carry on with the work that uh, you've been gifted to do and uh, the the songs and the lyrics that that God is hopefully instilling into your life to share with people. And Mm -hmm. I think it's one of the the beautiful things about diversity, isn't it, in God's kingdom where we're all different but we all have a role to play and we can all sort of be there mm-hmm. to encourage each other. Well, Kurt, it has been amazing to talk to you today. Before we wrap up, what's uh, next for you? Have you got any new projects in the pipeline?
2: To be honest, I have not written, for myself, I have not written a new song <laughs> since I finished the record. Uh, you know, that's a, that's a part of, of booking my, you know, doing all the work I need to do. Uh, sometimes the creative stuff falls behind a little bit, but yeah, I've been. Um, I finished a, a song with a band called Satellites and Sirens, who I think you guys have played before.
0: Yep, they're on the radio. Um, yep,
2: sweet. Yeah, so I've uh, I have a mm, I've got a few songs on the last record, uh, but I've got one song on on the record that they'll be releasing in the coming months. Um, let's see, did that? Yeah. So just kind of, I'm starting to hit my point where i'll start writing again for uh for something new uh we're starting to look at what might the third single from the record be uh so hopefully within the next month that'll uh that'll be available for you guys
0: very cool and
2: yeah then just touring keep on the road and and uh play shows lead
0: worship and Keep things moving. And talking about touring, you're going to be down under here in Australia. Uh, people can find yeah. all the dates at KurtAndersonMusic.com. Uh, are you playing all all across yeah. the east coast? Uh,
2: this one will be, be uh, primarily Brisbane. So primarily think, Brisbane. Uh, yeah, just all around kind of Brisbane area, um, anywhere around there. So uh, the dates are still being booked. If there are uh, people listening who uh, want to chat about that, they can feel free to look things up online and. Very to cool. Music dot com and, and reach out.
0: And I've noticed that uh, you signed up to Dream Records, and I've heard that their head office is now based at New Hope Church in Hawaii. I've been there a number of times. I work with uh, with New Hope International. I, I, have you been to the head office at Hawaii yet? I have not. Oh, uh, man, I have,
2: I have not. That's that's a tr- tragedy, isn't it? Yeah, you've got to go and have like, some meetings
0: there, you know, some, do some business, yeah, you know. seriously. <laughs> Put me on the
2: plane. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, no, I've... Uh, I've been with them at the Los Angeles office, but yep. Uh, yep, not, uh, not that one not yet. to
0: Hawaii. Well, maybe you can be suffering for Jesus in Hawaii one day soon, hey? That sounds uh, great. Yeah, you know, I, <laughs> I, I try. Well, well, Kurt Anderson, we reckon you're a history maker. Thanks so much for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Thanks for joining us on History Makers. If you'd like to listen to this interview again, just go to historymakers.tv. There you'll find links to Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can subscribe to our iTunes podcast or check out our YouTube clips. And you can find out about History Makers TV. We are a faith-based ministry and we appreciate every donation. You know, the vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus Christ to the nations of the world. If you'd like to partner with us, send us an email. Info at historymakersradio.com God bless you. Have an awesome day. I'm Matt Prater. And why don't you go and make history?
1: History Makers
0: History Makers is proudly sponsored by Bible League, who serve the local church and other partners around the world by providing Bibles, scripture materials and training to help people meet Jesus. They provide God's word to a lost and needy world. Bible League plants Bibles in prisons, among persecuted Christians and in poor nations, bringing the love and light of Christ into many people's lives around the world. Make history today by joining our friends at Bible League and planting a Bible that will help someone meet Jesus go to bl.org.au Station Sponsor